0: drlisao.com. Click the shop link or click the link below. Do you feel like keto has to be boring and bland? It doesn't. And I have three different downloadable recipe guides for you over at drlisao.com forward slash keto cookbooks. You can grab them all for 20 bucks. I have an entire book on keto friendly desserts keto friendly appetizers, cocktails and mocktails and an entire recipe guide. So don't struggle through the holiday season trying to figure out what you're going to eat to keep your diet in check. I've got you all hooked up. DrLisaO.com forward slash keto cookbooks or click the link below. Welcome back to the show. I'm going to do something a little bit different today for today's episode. I am giving you a recording from the Food Freedom Summit. I was actually interviewed for this. It's been a while ago, about six or eight months ago, by Laura Mucho out of Italy. Um, and so this was presented basically in Europe, but around the, uh, the entire world. Uh, We got a lot of really great feedback. So I know some of you that are listening to it overseas heard about our podcast through her summit, but we got such great information. And then Laura gave us all the Our Own episodes. So I wanted to share it with all of you that may not have heard it. So little tidbits of information, how to fine tune your keto nutrition plan, what else you can do if you don't want to do keto. We're going to talk about that too. Um, But take a listen. I hope you love it. Hey there, Rockstar. I'm so glad you're here. I know you've been struggling for a while, trying to figure out why things just aren't changing. I've been there. I get you. I see you. I know how hard you're trying. I'm here to let you know that there's light at the end of the tunnel. And I'm here to teach you the simple steps to becoming that healthy, vibrant, best version of you. Are you ready? Let's do this.
1: Hello, everybody. I am Lara Mucio, the host of the Food Freedom Summit, and today our speaker is Dr. Lisa O. Oh. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> thank you for being here, and thank you for the work that you do. It's it's so nice that you are actually helping, especially women, with going. Keto in a healthy way. And one of the things that I absolutely love is the distinction between men and women when it comes to nutrition.
0: (laughs) It's so different, right?
1: Yeah. So, can you tell us a little bit about yourself, the work that you do, and Mm -hmm. how come you um, are doing this in your life? (laughs) Why am
0: I so passionate about it? I'll be honest, like, and ladies, if you're listening to this, first off, I want everybody to start with, we have to be a-okay with ourselves. We have to have that self-acceptance first, regardless of what's going on, right? Um, So I am trained as a chiropractor and I'm also trained as a naturopath. So literally I have 16 years of post, you know, education, post high school. Um, And when I started out in chiropractic, I, I did a wellness program that was even you know, postgraduate work. And it was all about going back as to how our ancestors ate. So I was this girl that was doing everything right. I wasn't eating sugar. Um, I was doing CrossFit, like literally five days a week. Um, There was a year 2012, I decided to run seven half marathons because I thought that was a brilliant idea. That wasn't. Um, I say that with the utmost sarcasm. Uh, But so I did everything right. And I was struggling with my weight. And it was so frustrating to me because as I would teach my patients, like, hey, this is how we eat healthy. Like, we're not going to do sugar. We're going to do, you know, all of this stuff. I felt like I was being judged, that they literally would look at me like, okay, are you lying because you're fat, right? Like that was me. That was my, they never said it to me, but that was my interpretation of it. So this was like seven years ago, five or six, 2016, however many years ago. I decided to go extreme. And at that point I was like, all right, so I'm doing all the right things. And it was actually a very well-intentioned friend. She looked at me one day, we're at a seminar and she's like, here's the deal. I get why I'm fat. She goes, I love sugar. I eat a bunch of stuff. I don't understand what's wrong with you. She's like, I see how you eat. I see how you work out. You literally should be a size zero, Lisa. There is something wrong. Okay, stop. Like she meant to do it nicely, But don't ever tell your friends there's something wrong, a, because that hit me, and I was like, I'm broke, like I'm I I need I'm I don't know how to fix myself, like I'm a doctor and I can't figure this out, and so at that point intermittent fasting was becoming quite the big deal over here in the United States. We had a lot of bloggers that were talking about it. Those bloggers were men. And they were telling us what to do for intermittent fasting. And at that point, I mean, I was paleo. I went full-blown keto, full-blown intermittent fasting. And I did it with like basically an eating window of about four hours a day. So basically like a one meal a day type thing. I didn't do it for one or two days. I did it for three months. And you can know exactly what happened, right? Oh, hey, I lost weight. I was miserable. Like I lost my periods had stopped. I was exhausted. I couldn't make it through my days. I was going home to sleep at my lunch hour. People would be like, why do you take a two hour lunch? I'm like, Oh, it's, it's you know, I don't you here. I'm like, I'm sleeping so I can see patients through the afternoon. It was totally, I wrecked my hormones. And the worst part of it was I would go to seminars. You know, I'm in a male dominated profession. Those guys would look at me and they're like, wow, you look great. You lost so much, weight. you're so sexy. And I, I mean, there are two well-known men in my profession that I remember when they said it to me and I wanted to burst into tears or punch them in the gut, one of the two. And I just sat there thinking, oh good, I finally have the acceptance of the guys in my profession now, I just lost my health. And so as I started to dig into this all those big male bloggers. And it sounds like I'm really anti-man. I'm not like, I love men, trust me, but (laughs) it's the arrogance sometimes that gets me when they are literally like these bloggers were like, Nope, if it's not working for you, ladies, you're doing it wrong. Just do it longer. Just cut your calories. Right? Like that was the messaging. And so I finally found another keto blogger, another paleo blogger. She was saying the same thing. She's like, ladies, we can't do this like men. And I was like, Oh, Thank God. Thank God. Somebody's po- finally saying this because, you know, here, like everything against it, I want everything. My whole intuition was saying, this isn't the right thing to do, but I was so caught up on what I thought society, what I should have been. Right. So that's when I go back to ladies, like, stop, let's, let's realize that all the pictures we're seeing in the magazines of these women are Photoshopped. Right, like let's stop trying to live up to a standard of being a size 0 or a size 2 that's actually a photoshopped image or these ladies have done really ridiculous things to get to where they're at. So, we need to go back to nourishing ourselves, accepting ourselves as who we are, but also realizing we need to be the best. And this is how food. Food helps create us to be the best version of ourselves, the healthiest version of ourselves so that way we can take care of everybody else. Because again, as women, we're taking care of everyone else and we don't think of us. So we need to put ourselves a priority. So long story short, I mean, I went back to my basics. I realized everything I did was wrong. I went back (laughs) to realizing I needed to eat basically for my periods, right? Like as women, guess what? We're going to crave certain foods at certain time period during our cycle. And that's okay. Like, let's honor that. Let's honor that innate intuition. Let's figure it out. Let's not go crazy on the carbohydrates of a bunch of processed foods, but let's figure out what good quality foods are great for our, us. Let's nourish our hormones. Fat isn't bad. <laughs> we need fat. We need good quality fats. How about that? Um, because not like all the crap that's on the shelves in America, right? Um, so, <laughs> so, and, and I know- Not only in America. <laughs> right. But at least I feel like in Europe, you guys have got- Different standards. You've got a little bit. I mean, some of the ingredients that are allowed in our food here that are outlawed over there. I'm always just like, I use that yeah. as an example.
1: One of the things that I noticed uh, since, like, when I was a child, like, for example, tomato sauce, mm-hmm. or like, it didn't have sugar in it. Now <laughs> it does. Yeah, so, right. And it's it probably, is- yeah, our
0: little influence.
1: Yeah. Like, we sugar
0: everything that's my biggest talk, right? Like I just, we were laughing with my office staff said, um, my big download right now on my podcast is all about sugar. And they were like, you know, I've got some new staff members. They're like, well, why is that a big deal? I said, do you realize where sugar's at? I said, it's in everything. It's in your ketchup. It's in your mayonnaise. It's in your tomato sauce. And, and, and literally, you know, you look at a can of soda or, or pop or whatever you want to call it, you know, I'm um, from the Midwest here, we call it pop, <laughs> but, but there's like literally 10 teaspoons of sugar in that. And our body literally can only deal with one teaspoon of sugar at a time without going into a diabetic coma. So my line is that people look at me and say, Dr. Lisa time out. Like I, I drink a can of soda. I drink two cans of soda. It doesn't affect me. Right. But that's affecting your body and your body's saying, Holy crap, you just sent out a lot of sugar on me. We've got to normalize this. And so when we do it over and over and over again, that's why we're seeing an epidemic of diabetes, like adult onset diabetes in our children in America. Like that is sad because that used to be something when I was growing up and probably when you were growing up, people that ended up diabetic, that was like 40 or 50 years of bad eating habits. And now we see it in children at 10 years old. Like it's, we are creating it. And that's like one of my pet peeves is when people walk into the practice and say I caught diabetes, you didn't catch diabetes, you ate your way into it. Like, I'm sorry to be flat out honest on that, but that's, that's the truth of what it is. So that was my story. That's how I decided. I mean, it was from my deep point where I was like this. Is, oh, oh, the best part. I never even, how did I not say this? Best part was up at my hair salon, getting my hair cut. who was, thank God it was one of my friends, right? She looked at me, she's like, Lisa, whatever you're doing, you need, you need to stop and i'm like why she goes i need to show you something and i'm like what she goes to spin me around i'm like yeah i have a bald spot back there or what <laughs> i had lost chunks of hair in the back of my head and that was that was my low point like i still get chills thinking of that and i didn't share that for years i wore my hair in a ponytail for a year because i was scared to death like what happened if my my hair blew over and somebody would see this bald spot in the back of my head um and like, I, I know exactly when it happened, right? Like I was getting ready for this amazing gala and I had washed my hair and I just it was this huge chunk that fell out. And I was like, that's crazy. Never thought of it. And I remember going to that gala that night, like my hair was down. And now I just go back thinking like, did I walk around with a bald spot in the back of my head that I had no idea was there. Right. So it's those things. And here I, I'll hear just like, I, it's all come back. Like you know, have no issues, but that was when I realized, and then I had skipped my periods and I was like, oh, I've just told my body. Like you're not feeding yourself anything. So why in the world? And that was my body's innate response, right? As a chiropractor, innately, I always look at how does our body respond? My body said, Lisa, not enough food for you, let alone for you to create a baby. So let's stop your hormones. Like let's, we're never going to allow you to have a period because you can't be fertile right now. It's not going to be good for you. And so that's when I was like, Lisa, you've done everything, like, you know, you know better And I was so caught up in what society thought. So yeah, you know what? I'm honest with people. Did I gain back some of my weight? Yeah, I absolutely did. But you know what, where I was, was not healthy. Like I'll take 10 pounds back on the scale and, and thick, healthy hair and normal 28 day periods. How about that?
1: (laughs) Yes, I totally agree.
0: Yeah. And it went from like, literally there, I was like, I got to help other ladies because we were all told by those stupid male bloggers, we weren't doing it right. And then lo and behold, one of the guys and people can probably figure it out. One of the guys' wives started having issues. And he was like, Ooh, time out. Maybe we need to do this different for women. It was like, no kidding. Right. We've only been asking and and saying this for the last year, but we were, you guys just told us we were doing it wrong. So that's why I started the health Institute. That's why I did the keto summit. I was like, we've got to get this information out because healthy living is not hard. Unfortunately, cutting through the crap and nonsense online that is difficult.
1: Oh yeah. So <laughs> thank you for sharing and thank you for like this wake-up call because it's so much needed.
0: Yes, yes, for sure. For sure.
1: Ah, so how can we go about like eating healthy, fasting healthy, doing keto and and yeah. and even if you're not interested in that, if like eating nutritional food. Nutritional like- wise in, yeah, in we, a way that, that feeds us. And right, how and can I, we, so I'm sorry. What? And how can we women, um, tune in into our body and realize when something is going wrong?
0: Right. I think we all have that intuition. We've all got it and we turn it off, like go back to our childhood. Like as children, we're so intuitive. And I think we all, or you look at any little kid, like they're so intuitive on stuff. So the first thing is, is we've got to just kind of get more back to being grounded and conscious on that type of thing. Um, but I always, with all of our patients and my clients, like I get them to bring an awareness back to like, how often are you eating? And so I actually have people track, right? Like I want them to, you know, there's so many free apps out there you can track, but we use a specific app within my naturopathic and a chiropractic office where we literally just have them start tracking all of their food intakes. I want them to know what they're eating, how often they're eating. A lot of times I find people think they're eating healthy, but they're eating all these box foods that are being touted to them that they're natural and healthy. And so we, we need to really just open up because there's a lot of times we might be eating if like 400 grams of carbohydrates. Right. And they don't even understand that that's how much sugar that they're eating each day, you know, cause the carbohydrate, like whether it's bread or pasta or straight up sugar, it breaks down into sugar. And so when that happens, a sugar is also a- addictive, like especially white sugar, it is addictive. And so sometimes if we try to cut it and go cold Turkey on, on, you know, not eating sugar, we feel miserable. And, and so then people oftentimes, if you're doing keto, like that's when people will jump in and say, I'm going to go down to 20 grams of carbs. And I'll, they're like, I'm horrible. I got a horrible headache. Like I'm exhausted. I can't think straight. Well, guess what? Your body has been burning sugar for years and, and it has the ability to burn ketones or burning fat to turn into ketones. But when you take the fuel source away, you're literally, it's like driving a a car that is a gas car. You just took it away for an, and and it's like, I don't even know how to switch the battery to an electric car at this point. And so no wonder (laughs) we feel miserable. So I always start with that awareness because we've got to figure out where we're at first off. And we always taper down the carbs because some people can muscle through like those type A personalities can typically say, yeah, we're cutting sugar and I'm not going to, I am going to force myself to do this and they get through it. But unfortunately I find that a lot of people will start it. They're having such detox, they quit. And then they come in and they're like, I tried it. It didn't work. And it's kind of like chiropractic. I tried chiropractic once it didn't work. And I was to tell people, did you try medicine once and it didn't work and you just gave up on it? Or did you try dentistry once and give up on it? But we do it all the time with healthy living. I tried it once didn't work i tried eating healthy it didn't work and so again going back to our child self as a, as you know look at your babies look at your toddlers i this is from tony robbins i always steal this line when we look at our kids when they're trying to walk how many times do they fall like all, all the time do we ever look at that kid and say give it up kid <laughs> you're not going to be a walker you're going to crawl forever no like we encourage our child you know, let's do it again. Let's do it again, buddy. And, and, and our kids typically start to walk. Right. So why do we encourage our children like that? But we give up on ourselves so easily. And so, yeah, stumble and fall. That's fine. You know, Hey, it's summertime. We might indulge more. So like, that's okay. We have to live life and we just get right back on the wagon the next day. So that's how I am. And so I'm always that person. Let's look at the carbohydrates. And I am such a fan of more whole food nutrition. Let's look more at our our proteins, like good quality protein. That's one of the things I find, especially with women, we're not getting enough protein. And so we want, and I always just tell people, look at like the size of your fist. like that's how much protein you want on your plate. And so that could be you know whatever source of protein, but we need to have, Good quality protein because that's what makes good quality hair. That's what makes good quality skin and our our muscles and all of this stuff. We need that. I am not a huge fan of dairy, right? Just because, especially here in the United States, we are pumping our co- our cows full of estrogen.
1: Yeah. And
0: we're pumping them full of all sorts of other stuff. And dairy is very constipating too. So no, I try to fun either. Okay. You're not. Okay. Good. I'm always, I was like, oh, I'm hoping you're not you're I'm not going. I'm Italian
1: and I enjoy my gelato once in a yeah. while, but I feel, um, like the effects right yes. away.
0: Yeah. And so, and, and it's fine. Go ahead. Like in the gelato, my God, if I was in Italy, I probably would too. Right. Like that's when I always feel like even I was talking to a patient about this the other day, I was in Paris, um, before the world shut down. So like in 2019, fall of 2019. And like, literally I don't eat wheat. I haven't had wheat in years. I'm like gluten-free, right? And I decided, because if I ate wheat here, I'm not good. And somebody was like, just try your bread here in France. And I was like, all right. And guess what? I was okay. But again, how we're doing this in the United States, we are spraying Roundup or we're spraying, mon- you know, glyphosate. I don't want to, but on our wheat right before harvest <laughs> to turn it brown. Like there's a whole nother toxin that we're being exposed to. And then your body's saying, what in the heck is going on? So, anyways, whole food nutrition, good quality vegetables, good quality fruits. And especially like if you can get them locally from whatever in season at that time period, that's going to be the best, right? So that's what I really look at. Really good quality protein. I want my diet typically more protein than anything else. Um, Do I eat carbs? Yeah. You know what? Like if I lift heavy, I'm going to, I'm going to give myself some good quality carbs. Do I go crazy? No, I'm between 50 and hundred grams of carbs. If I do that. You know what I mean? Otherwise a typical day, I'm probably between 40 and 50 grams of carbs, but what's awesome. And I can test it. I can get up to hundred and sometimes even more than that, and still be in a state of ketosis the next day. And what that is, is when your body is fat adapted and it can fat, it can switch from burning fat for fuel. And then you feed it the gelato, right? Your body's like, okay, I got this, got sugar. And then it can go right back into fat and start burning the fat for fuel. And that's when we're, we're not as hungry as long or you're not as hungry as often. We can, we're more satiated, you know, that's when we're able to fast easier because you're not focused. This is when we are, um, you know, food is literally fuel and you're not like living for food, (laughs) right? Like what's my next meal? When am I going to eat? My Nourish Balance Thrive Supplement line has finally arrived. I am so excited to share them with you all. I have been taking the products for months now to test them first. And now that they are here for you, I wanna share with you my favorite product of all of them. They're all really amazing, but this one is the Nourish Liver Support. We talk about toxicity a lot on the pod from our food and our environment to the air that we breathe and the water that we drink. And as you've heard me say, if we're not getting rid of toxins, On a daily basis They're going to store In certain areas of your body Kind of think of it Being stored in your fat So as I've told so many Of my patients over the years If they're struggling With weight loss One reason could be an overburdened body because you just got so many extra toxins being stored in the fat and your body won't release that fat. So we've got to be able to help filter the stuff out and your liver is a filter. So the nourish liver support, I absolutely love. You can check it out at drlisao.com. Click on shop or just click the link below. I want to introduce you to my newest product, Balance Tea, in my Nourish Balance Thrive line. What is Balance Tea? This is balancing out testosterone. It might just be the supplement that you've been missing in your entire routine. Ladies, I don't want you to freak out thinking this is only for men. This is also for you. We need testosterone in the right amounts to promote lean, sexy muscle. So if you are realizing you're doing your workouts, you're not really gaining muscle mass, you can't figure out what's going on, you might want this product. So I absolutely love it. I noticed a huge change in my workouts immediately after I started testing it out. So check it out. Grab a bottle for you. Grab a bottle for your hubby. You're going to love it. Click the link below. Otherwise, DrLisaO.com and then click on the shop button. Typically, when we're like that, it's because we're on the blood sugar roller coaster, right? Where you're yeah. eating lots of sugar, blood sugar goes up, and then it drops. So, lots and of little.
1: When, yeah. And then when you mix emotions into it, yeah. <laughs> and
0: then we're just stuffing our fat face, right? Yeah. Like, and again, so it is like trying to get away from whatever the labels are that are out there that, because they're trying to sell. I mean, right now, keto is such a big buzzword. Oh my God, they're trying to sell everything for, okay, this is a keto, this, this is a keto that well, sometimes, you know, if you're doing a candy bar, that's keto, let's get rid of it. Because what we don't realize if we're doing a lot of the artificial sweeteners and that type of stuff, your body, you're constantly feeding that sugar, like that, that part of your brain and, and you want it like, so you're never going to really cut sugar cravings. So yeah. And it's also, we need to focus on whole nother loop, focus on gut health and get that under control so that we, we can sometimes cut some of the cravings that way. Because if we have a leaky yeah. gut, that can be creating a lot of other issues
1: yeah thank you so much that that has been like so (laughs) spot on (laughs) and (laughs) like since you mentioned gut health um what are like the biggest things that can kind of like disrupt our gut health and especially as women how can we um realize that we have a problem because i'm pretty sure like um when i changed my nutrition what happened was I got healthier for things that I didn't even realize I had. Yeah, right. A- and so how can women as women kind of realize if we have a gut problem and how to fix it? Because a lot of, of my friends, for example, have like, oh, very um, painful periods and they think it's normal or uh, they eat and then they're bloated and they think mm-hmm. mo- that it's normal. And, yeah, and no,
0: it's not. <laughs> that's not normal. Like that, and that's my my story. Like I grew up as a kid hating to eat lunch at school. Cause my stomach hurt so bad after I ate lunch. Right. And I thought it was normal. I thought everybody felt miserable after they ate. And it wasn't until I went away to college. Like I was 20 years old before I realized that wasn't normal. And then when I went into grad school for chiropractic school, I was like, okay, so what's, good? cause my sister and I left for years. We're like, we have gurgly guts. Why is that? And then it was in chiropractic school. I sat there thinking, well, maybe I need enzymes. Maybe I need probiotics. And then finally it was like, maybe I'm reacting to food. What if, you know, the sandwich that I ate all the time for breakfast, what if that was it? So then, you know, or not for breakfast, for lunch. So literally once I cut that, I was like, oh, this is a lot better. So um, it is, you start to eliminate some of that stuff. But here, like the, the fact, like going back to the starting point, the way we get the good bacteria in our gut, is literally when babies go through the birth canal, right? Like people don't realize that. And now that we see so many kiddos that are born cesarean section, most people don't realize that cesarean section babies have a higher uh, risk of asthma and allergies. Why is that? Probiotics are not necessarily in the gut, right? So we always like, I have a family practice. We're working with those kiddos right from the get-go. So we wanna get a healthy gut. And yes, we can take probiotics to help put that stuff in there, um, but again, if we've been eating sugar a lot, like we might have an overgrowth of candida. And I remember 20 years talking to patients about it, and I had a guy look at me and he was like, "That's just a woman thing." And I was like, "Dude, if you think candida is only in the vagina, timeout, right? Like, no." <laughs> so, yeah, whether you're a man or a woman, like candida is an issue. So we want to cut out that. And sometimes, you know, alcohol feeds candida, but sugar feeds candida too. So when we start to clean up the diet. We're we're not allowing those foods to be there for those suckers to grow. The other thing like parasites is a big deal, but it's also the fact like some of these things are coming in just from um, all of the extra pesticides that we're spraying on all of our produce now, right? Like I just said about what we do with wheat here in America, like now your gut says, what is happening? And there's so much research out there on that. So um, I really encourage people to get back to like non-sprayed, vegetables and fruits right and looking for like here you know in the United States like looking for things that are certified organic and maybe sometimes it is just is shopping local because then you can talk to your farmer and you can find out how how are they growing the animals how are the eggs you know like are are these chickens being fed soy or you know what's going on so it's gaining that knowledge to figure it out and then we can go through and, and figure out the reason for a leaky gut. Sometimes maybe it's heavy metals exposure. I mean, there's so many different things that it could be, but just starting out with the basics, eliminating those common food allergens, um, and then adding in a good quality probiotic just to reseed the gut. So, yes,
1: that's awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And painful. And that's the thing is like, and if, is the liver congested, right? Because painful periods, like, all of our hormones have to be filtered through the liver. And if we're, um, you know, we clean out the filters on our cars all the time, but how often do we clean out the filters of our body, right? Livers and kidney, livers, liver and kidneys. Um, But, you know, skin rashes, big deal for a lot of people. Hey, guess what? Your skin is your largest um, organ to get stuff out. If your body is so toxic, then, and it can't get through, yeah, can't get through the gut, can't get through um, the colon, or I'm sorry, and can't get through the kidneys and the liver, then we're gonna start seeing rashes on the skin. So we wanna really help make sure that everything is draining properly properly. And whether, you know, we do baby steps with people, dry skin brushing, and then we start making sure that they're eliminating properly. When people come in and tell me to poop once a week, time out, you gotta be pooping at least every day. And we want like three times a day, right? Like eat and poop, like think of a baby. So, um, we need to get this stuff out, but yeah, if women are having painful periods, we've got to figure out why are those hormones so messed up <laughs> just to put it simply <laughs> because we should be pretty routine like clockwork.
1: Yeah. And then another thing that um, I found out, it's like the period is not like those five, four to seven days in which you bleed. It's like, it's the entire thing. And there yeah. are different phases.
0: There are. Yeah. Bleed day is number one. Like that's yeah, how we count. Right. And then it goes 28. And some mostly women should we bleed? we should bleed about 28 or not bleed, bleed. We should have a 28 day cycle. Sometimes it's a 30 day cycle, but always day one is the bleed day. So and that's what's happening is as the hormones start to realize like, hey, hey, we're not pregnant. We can shed this lining. That's how it's going. Um, but you've got to realize like and that's when I talk to women about being really in tune. Let, let's figure out when we're really hungry because we all get there. And typically majority of us, it's literally the week before our period is when I typically see it with women. Um, and again, I've had guys come on and it was like, I figured this out. My wife gets hungry during her period. And it was like, oh yeah. So let's actually talk to your wife and find out when it actually is. Cause I bet you it's the week before. Cause ladies, you'll figure it out. Be like, I don't know why I could feel like, I feel like I could eat everything right now. And then you're like, oh, my period's going to start the next week. That's why sometimes women, like there are some people that are like, no, I really am hungry during ovulation. Makes sense. Right. So literally we ovulate middle cycle. So it's about 14 days. And so your body at that point, you're ready for a pregnancy. And so think of it this way, like, Hey, your body's going to be like, if you have to build a baby, you probably want some food. Like, let's make it simple. (laughs) And then when all of a sudden body says, okay, no baby here. We'll shed this lining. That's when we bleed. And that's typically when, you know, that's when people can go, women can go keto really easily. Right. Like that's when you'll notice, like, Hey, yeah, I've got this. I can, um, like, I can even, I can be zero carb right now. Like, that's typically when I notice, like, I, I can be like, Ugh, I'll just eat some beef today and I'm good. So yeah. all sorts of goodies. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly <laughs> what, what I notice as well, that I am like ravenous.
0: <laughs> we, I know, right? Where you're just like, what is wrong with me? And then, yeah, if you pay attention to it, that's right. So again, that's my chiropractic philosophy side. Let's, let's really innately get in there and see how is our body let's listen. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So
1: yeah. And then one thing that I really like about like how you help people is like, let's make things simple because like all this information, if it's the first time, like ladies, if it's the first time you've heard anything that Dr. Lisa has shared right now, don't worry. (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah.
1: It can become simple. And as soon as you start listening to your body, and check with Mm -hmm. what you know and what you've just learned then everything makes sense and just accept yourself you're not going crazy during your period Mm -hmm. you're always you it's just your physiology and your brain changes like up to Mm -hmm. what was that 25 percent like our brain changes during during the cycle so we are literally a different person but it's always us Mm -hmm. don't don't Uh, in, yeah. In, yeah, like energy wise and food wise, like everything changes. We're not meant that we we have like a circadian rhythm, like 24 hours. We have a 28 days. Yeah, me too.
0: <laughs> yeah. Hey, Dr. Lisa here. Guess what I have for you? I've got some new amazing products coming out. I have some great cookbooks and supplements and courses and all sorts of stuff. And because you've been such a loyal listener, I don't want you to miss out on these specials. So make sure you head on over to drlisao.com and opt on in over there. So that way you will be the first to know when we promote some of our specials specifically for podcast listeners. So check it out, drlisao.com. Yeah. And that's why I'm such, um, you know, I had this and I always go back and forth, like within the medical community. Cause 20 years ago I walked in for blood work. Right. And she's like, okay, we're going to, you know, test your hormones. And I sat there. I was like, this is so stupid, but okay. You know, I was a 25 year old doctor. So I was like, oh, I'm not going to question this older person And my, I came back with my hormones. Right. And she's like, okay, well, and I was like, okay, so that was a lot of money. It was really expensive to test those back in the day. And I'm like, okay, so now, you know, where my hormones are at 12 noon on like whatever day of my period or like whatever, wherever I was in my cycle. I'm like, so that changes 28 days. How like, I'm like, this is stupid. I would like to test otherwise. And she was like, yeah. Would, I'd like to know where you are. And I'm like, I'm not going back in for another lab test. Like that was crazy. So, I mean, that's why I do dried urine tests and I do it on a specific day of the month. So I know exactly like, Kate, okay, did the woman, did she ovulate? Like what happened? And we can look at all of that stuff because there are other, yeah, other ways to measure it. And, and it is, and, and we can always support, I think when we're doing the quality fats in our diet and, and we've decreased a lot of the carbohydrates, that's, we're not going to see like those huge mood swings before our period either. Right. So, and the achiness, you know, as I tell all my patients, um, it was funny. I had somebody yesterday that was like, Hey, i got a question for you. Do people tell you, do women tell you like when, when their periods get a lot better? I'm like, yeah, why? And she goes, because my period is like, no, it's not horrible anymore. I was like, well, yeah. And, and so that goes back to, again, getting your brain to send the right signals to your body. Right. So we're working on that, but, um, it was, it's good because we look at those things. So, so my common line in my practice, and you might've heard me say this is when I go to adjust a spine, right? Like it doesn't like, I am barely touching people. There should not be that much pain there, but from Halloween here until about Valentine's day, people hurt. And they're like, ah, ah oh, sort. And I always say to them, I'm like, well, what's the diet, Ben? You've had a lot of excess carbohydrates. Right. And they're like, how did you know? I'm like, this is it creates a lot of inflammation. So inflammation equals achiness. It, it, equals the joint pain. It equals all that stuff. So yeah. So it is, and it is simple steps. It is not, um, don't go in and try to change it all tomorrow. Like if you're listening to this and like you had just said, like, if this is the first time, just go in tomorrow and make a, a strong commitment to getting eight glasses of water tomorrow. Right. Because if that's the only thing you do, and then you do it again another day and you do it again on the third day, and then a week from now you're still doing that. You're going to be healthier a week from now than where you are today. It is the simple baby sustainable steps. That's all we're looking at. And then once you've got that one down pat, then let's look at changing the next thing. Yes.
1: So, so, so cause <laughs> so many people are just like, it's either a hundred percent or zero percent. I well, don't know. think that's the way to go.
0: <laughs> yeah. And and if you're saying, well, keto's not for me, that's fine. But I am going to say that because people I've had a lot of people recently on my podcast, like fighting me, like, ah, not all keto. I was like timeout. If you want to lose weight and you want to lose fat, you at some point have to get into a state of ketosis. That's literally burning fat for fuel is a state of ketosis. So I don't care if you don't want to hear about as keto or whatever, but if you are looking just to get healthier and maybe get rid of a few pounds of fat, you don't want to get rid of pounds of muscle. Come on, let's get real ladies. Um, let's look at, let's, let's figure out how to do a little bit of ketosis. Doesn't mean you got to do it forever, but literally your ultimate goal is to be in a state where you're fat adapted, where you can burn sugar or you can burn fat and you can flip back and forth that switch easily without going through three days of misery, trying to get your body to flip the, the, um, sugar burning switch to fat burning.
1: Yeah. And like the first time, if you've never been in ketosis before yeah it's probably going to be a, a little bit of a nightmare but then the second time is going to be mm. a little bit better and then the third time is going to be a little bit better so that's what uh becoming fat adapted yes. actually means and it's it's possible it's actually natural it's actually how we were eating and living before our modern age and and our food industry just decided that we should just be burning sugar because so they can make more money
0: because we had wheat fields I don't know like because again our paleolithic ancestors it was industrialization right all of a sudden we had the machines and that's what happened but our paleolithic ancestors literally ketosis is a time period of going into being fat adapted but it's a time period of famine and going that you think of it we had time periods of famine and we had time periods of abundant food. And so, to get into lower food cycles, i.e., winter, your body had to be able to burn the fat if we didn't have as much abundance of food. That's when we get to the bas- basics of it. And now, like, we're not telling you to go into famine, but we're just saying,
1: let's cut the sugar.
0: You'll feel better overall. So, that's my two cents.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. And what's like, uh, talking about either intermittent fasting or actual fasting. Um, what, what is best practice? Is it yeah. like, does it make even sense for a woman to, to do? Yeah. Like, it, long I think, fasting?
0: So here's the deal. And I've laughed with people about this because they're like, seriously. And I'm like some people wake up in the, in the middle of the night to eat. Right. It might not be in your, our, my, you know, consciousness that we don't even think of that, but I sat down with people and they're like, yeah, two o'clock in the morning, I'm hungry. I get up and eat a snack. So that's the first thing. Let's stop it, right? Like we need, and especially allow sleep to be sleep. Cause that's when we're detoxifying, when we're healing and all sorts of stuff that way. So, um, what I like to have people do is to just stop the snacking after dinner at whatever time that is, let's stop it. And then let's go 12 hours at least without another meal right? And then we can play around with increasing it to 16 hours. But if you tell somebody that that's waking up at two in the morning to have a snack, they can't do 16 hours. They're going to be totally worried about that. So intermittent fasting, the reason of doing this is to stop that blood sugar highs and lows. Cause every time you eat your blood sugar does go up, even if it is well, a low sugar meal. Um, so it's to stop some of that. There is now new research with the mitochondria, like for mitochondrial health, which is the, the, um, energy powerhouses of our cells. That typically we want more of our meals in in the earlier time period, which is opposite of everything that I've been talking for years, right? I always was like, let's get back breakfast. Well, you know what? Let's not maybe let's have our breakfast, but make sure you're done eating your dinner earlier so you can get that 12-hour time period in there. Um, and I mean we can deep dive into all of that other stuff, but that's a whole nother it's a whole nother hour. <laughs> so yeah, I, I do like it, but it's also sometimes if people are having issues with it, we've got to get the blood sugar under control first. Um, and so, but my biggest thing is let, let's just stop the snacking, the wines, whatever it is after dinner, um, because we have to realize if we're having a cocktail after dinner, just to sit and relax, we, that's calories and that's typically sugar.
1: Okay. Thank you so much. This has been so incredibly like uh, helpful and insightful. And I know that you have a gift for the audience that is the uh, your keto blueprint or my keto blueprint. Yeah, so for sure,
0: that's over at drlisao.com. So D R, Lisa L I S A. The link.
1: Oh. The link will yeah. be in oh. in this page, so it's gonna be super easy. Just go and click. Oh, perfect. <laughs> yeah, and so again, if
0: you don't, if you're like, I don't really want keto, like but it, just download it <laughs> because it's so it's got a checklist. And then for those of you that really like, just want to get to the, we always laugh about this. How about this? And with, uh, as doctors, as radiology reports, we're like, so what do you really look at? Like you look at the impressions at the below, like it's the cheat notes. Right. So, so then I got a cheat sheet there. If you don't want to look at the, however many pages of the blueprint <laughs> you get a checklist and a cheat sheet. So just to make it easy. So you can find that over there.
1: That's awesome. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. Um, And another thing that I would like to say is that Dr. Lisa also has contributed to the VIP upgrade. So if you want to have more time with her, learn more from her, just go and purchase the VIP upgrade. Also because 50% of the earnings will go to the Noakes Foundation. Uh, The organization is doing a lot of work to educate especially in South Africa about real nutrition and how to produce and eat better <laughs> that's the whole point and I think uh, it, if not for the cause if you fell in love with Dr. Lisa as I just did <laughs> just go and uh, do a favor to yourself and help yourself with the tools that Lisa has made available for you and also help uh, the notes foundation with everything. Thank you so much. It has been lovely to interview you and, um, down below it, it's going to be all Lisa's social media, her website, the free gift and the link to, uh, the VIPs. So please, please, please keep in touch and have a great day. Thank you so much for being here, Lisa. Thank you so much for having me. It was a lot of fun.
0: (laughs) Did you like that episode? I absolutely love having the opportunity to interview some of the best and brightest guests and to share them with all of you. So if I may ask you a huge favor, I would love it if you went on over to Apple Podcasts and gave us a review. I personally read each and every one of them as they come in, and I am always inspired by your feedback. So I would be so appreciative if you did that. And here is The Legal